Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. It was a long weekend, a lot of stuff happened. It was a long week, so I'm covering Raw 2.0, Dynamite, SmackDown, Rampage, and then the results from everything that happened at Double or Nothing, which seemed like it lasted for nine years. It was so long, but a lot to cover. There's ups, downs, good stuff, bad stuff. Yeah, all the stuff we expect, and we'll get to all that after a quick word for our friends at Anchor. Welcome back to Wrestling with Ski. Happy Tuesday for a change. Glad I didn't screw it up and say Monday. Hopefully, you, know, you guys did some good stuff out there for Memorial Day. You know, I just talked to a bunch of people. You know, Hannah's family, her brother served. <clears throat> One friend they have that served. like we, And, you know, just reached out to a, a lot of people that, you know, lost loved ones. And we did the show with Justin on Sunday to talk about things. And we started out a lot about all of that. Again, but there was a lot of wrestling in the last week plus now. That's already Tuesday. Don't worry, I'm not getting into Raw from last night. To be honest, I didn't even get to watch it yet because I was just catching up. I finally got to catch up. Done catching up on all the racing for racing with Jesse Rosinski today because I finally got to watch the Coke 600 because, again, parents, you know, her brother just hanging out and doing stuff for the holiday and all that, so. You don't have to deal with that. I am going to go back to the regular schedule, though. So come Thursday, I should be back talking about wrestling with all of y'all and might try to start sneaking in another you know, show with Justin every week just to get back to some of the old stuff that we used to do. If you guys you know, ever heard it, you'll like it. If you didn't, go back and look for some of it. As we talked about all kinds of stuff, and it was a lot of fun. So we're trying to get back into all of that. But with all that being said, there was like so much dumb in a lot of everything they did last week. And I don't know why they just have to like, everyone really seems lazy. So I mean, like they're dumb. I mean, it's really dumb. Some of the decisions they're making, but it just feels like sheer laziness to me. And, you know, it's not that hard to just not write stuff. So dumb and lazy and ridiculous and all of that. Like it really doesn't take that much to not just keep doing the same thing over and over again and be that dumb, but they do it. Uh, we got some new champions out of the deal. Some good things did happen. Don't get me you know, wrong. There's always some kind of good through the whole week, no matter how much stupid there is. So I'm not saying that, you know, because there was some good matches and some good things that were done. There's just so much stupid. And we get, you know, got a new champion. That was one of the ones we were all on, yeah, wondering what would happen. But, you know, that happened too. So a lot of exciting stuff for the week. There was just so much idiocy getting to it. And why did Double or Nothing have to be like nine years long? That's another question I was curious about. I'm glad that I didn't order it. Actually, really glad because that, that was, whew. And I heard people were having problems with Bleacher Report watching it again. So I don't know why they haven't gotten onto anything else. But let's jump right into it. You know, because there was some stuff out there. I did like Riddle on the mic starting out. You know, raw and everything. And personally, I hope RK Bro isn't done, but you know, I don't think it ran its course yet. You know, RK Bro just 420 just smoked your ass. I mean, they're just, you know, they're just getting going. I think it could be really good for forever, but again, good things, you know, they can't last forever. And people with health and stuff, you know, changes and ideas change. I just thought it was, you know, they were doing something good. And, you know, Randy only had to take half the bumps. And you always wondered when I was watching them, wondering why he was taking so much of it. And if he really is, you know, hurt. Or hurting at least that explains a lot of that and prove that riddle can go so no matter how you feel about the character wise he can go and that's you know kind of an important thing in the world of wrestling so that's a good start uh 
Riddle and the Street Profits defeats yeah, Sami Zayn and the Usos, and they had a good match going. The Usos walked out. Riddle hits an RKO on Sami. You know, expected idiocy, but still good for what they had going before that, but expected. Um, repeated, you know, showing what happened between Bobby Lashley and Omos in the steel cage, and I'm really over them, saying that he won in a very, despite you winning in a very unique way. Like, I swear, Brock and someone, like, broke the whole side down and Brock's feet hit first, which is why Brock retained. Like, that, you say it's very unique, but it happened not that long ago. It's not unique enough, in my opinion. If we just, if I could still remember it, then I'm pretty sure a lot of other people can remember it. And I don't have the best memory in the world. So if I remember it, everyone else definitely does um, Lashley on the mic was the best I think I've heard him in a very long time, which is good. You know, it didn't lead to you know anything exciting later, but that was still good. You know, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley with Edge there at ringside. The Judgment Day defeated AJ Styles and Liv Morgan. I said they all talked well before when they had the microphone, and I do like you know, Edge at ringside just because he's involved and he's working with them and helping them. But he's not actually, you know, getting physically really involved as much. So, you know, his body isn't taking as many bumps and abuse. And remember, he said he's only got another two years. And then he's done. So, you know, mentoring them and being with them and teaching them things while they're all doing stuff together without, you know, beating up his body, I think is great. And that will only do good things for Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley, no matter how much you feel about them, but, you know, the match is to be expected. Edge putting people's Rhea's foot on the rope. You know, to cause a breakup of a pinning predicament she wasn't going to kick out of. Helping them get the win. Yeah, we all saw that coming, but the one thing I will say is don't worry, Liv. We're all watching you. We really are. Even Hannah looked up and commented on Watch Me being written across the beautiful backside. So, being wrote, I guess is the better phrasing of it but we all saw it don't worry we're all watching even hannah looked up to say that she was and she's in the midst of doing all kinds of schoolwork and stuff so for her to get out of the zone and saying something we all did it but i think it was a good thing uh the king's court with veer was just the dumbest like i don't know like when he was on commentary when Corey was gone like that showed it's just not the same thing he doesn't have that spark you know because he could say whatever he wanted back then see it was pants you know it wasn't as much of the script is up, but it just doesn't work to me. I know a lot of people, it doesn't think it works that King's Court was just stupid. I mean, he pretty much knew it was going to be bad when Lawler says the phrase, some of the things the Dominics have said about you. The Dominics. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but it's the Mysterios guy. Like, when you only have a few lines and you screw it up, like, it just doesn't help the level of stupidity that we all thought it was going to be, and it was, at least to me, it sucked. You know, in the whole, again, Veer going after randoms and some of the size of Dominic and Ray. I thought he should have got someone better, personally, just for how long they told us he was coming. Like, if it was a couple of weeks and suddenly he showed up, yeah, let him just have squash people. You know, but he came out after that long, it should have been someone better. No offense to Dominic and Ray. Just should have been, you know, someone that was in some kind of thing. But, yeah, the Kings Court sucked. I don't know why they keep using him. I guess they're having a hard time finding people to do anything anymore. But that was just, that was god-awful. Um, Alexa Bliss defeated, yeah, Nikki A.S.H. with Dewdrop. It was stupid. 
from start to finish. The ending was stupid. Everything was just quick and stupid. I don't see what the point of wasting time with those two things was because it didn't really help anything. It didn't really extend anything. So I, I just didn't get it. Like that was a waste of time, energy, human being, breath. I don't know, but I didn't dig it. I thought it was stupid. I did like Cody versus Miz, but again, Miz, like no matter how you feel about him character-wise, he could put on good matches. Cody, since he's back, is good. Um, they had another one going, but then they brought the problem is where they had Seth throw Cody off the top rope again to cause disqualification. Like how many times is that going to happen before they try to figure out, I mean, anything else to do besides that? And there's only so many times you could do the same thing and beat the dead horses, the phrases, before, you know, it starts killing people. I mean, they change it up a little. The two-on-one on Cody, throw him knee first into the stairs, stole the weight belt that Cody gave the kid to whip him with it. You know, that was an element to it, but him throwing him off the top rope and attacking him, like it's been happening for, you know, weeks now. It's at least the second or th- I think it's the third time it's happened. And, like, how hard is it to just do something different? And so I'm literally doing the same exact thing. Ooh, he added the weight belt to it. He still jumped in there, threw him off the top rope. We're going for the same spot in a match. Like there's a million different ways you could do that. I don't know why they keep going back to the same exact thing. But again, what I say earlier, laziness. They've gotten very, very lazy with a lot of it. Just like Ezekiel defeating Chad Gable with Otis and KO at ringside. Shocker right here. Referee throws out Otis and KO. And Zeke immediately rolls up Gable and gets the win. Like, we don't see that every single time. In fact, I'm pretty sure we saw it last week. Like, I could write this stuff better. And just, the ref's going to throw him out, and they're just going to roll him up and get the win immediately. Like, that's actually stupid. It happens so much anymore. And that's, that's just lazy writing. And you're not helping. You're shooting yourself in the foot by doing all that. Like, it's not helping anything. By doing that. And I don't know why they keep doing it. I'm sure we're not done yet. Hell, I'm pretty sure I'm not done talking about that. Yeah, I might be in this, but I talk about it every week. It just gets really, really old to see it that much. And hopefully the whole Zeke and Gable, like hopefully that just ends sooner or later. Is it? It's killing me. Just the dumb of it. But moving on, MVP with Omos. Defeated Lashley, you know, almost got Lashley counted out, so MVP wins, and they could take the stipulation for their match. Guessing it's going to be something stupid. We all pretty much figured out it's going to be something stupid. And that we've seen a million times, but who knows? Maybe they can shock us. We'll wait and see. We could get lucky. I will say that I you know, enjoyed the match more than I thought I was going to. So, I mean, Omos and Lashley, when they went at it, like that was their matches went better than I thought. So I give them credit for that, you know, is I don't know about y'all again, comment and tell me all you want. I did, just didn't have high hopes going into it. No offense to them. Who did, you know, look at the size of Omos. And lastly, it's just how much can they do? And I, it was, I went in with very low expectations. So, you know, maybe that's why they sold me, but they're still really good. So good on them. We'll just have to wait and see what the stipulation is, what they can make out of this match. Um, again, hopefully it doesn't suck because, you know, they weren't the greatest things, but they're still better than I thought. And, you know, MVP there, that's a great way to see if Omos really does have it. Now he has a mouthpiece. He doesn't have to worry and do it like how they build it. You know, it could just be a good thing for him. But I think it's a real test for Omos, and we're going to see. 
So hopefully he gets his stuff together is the phrase. Actually, there's a much worse phrase, but I'm trying not to say it. And then the main event, main event, main event, watch out. He's speaking good today. Where Becky Lynch, see, that's what threw me off, defeated Oscar with Bianca at ringside. I'm not going to lie. I didn't think it was the greatest match that they've had together or even really even close. I mean, it was still a good match per se, but they could have done a lot of things better. In my opinion, and the ending, I mean, while you never see it, but Asuka has the energy to break the 10 count and get back into the ring before the count of 10. And Becky just grabs her leg, pins her right away, and it's over just like that. I thought it was stupid. We all knew she was going to win and get into it. I've been saying it for weeks now. Becky's going to be in. It's going to be a triple threat somehow. And just to have her, you know, she breaks the 10 count. It has so little energy, though, that she just grabs her leg and pins her, and it's over just like that. Like, I just thought it was dumb. I didn't like it. And, again, it just felt lazy to me. And, eh, just roll in there. Why don't pin you right away? Like, it was stupid. I didn't like it. I didn't dig it. You could again, you tell me I'm crazy. That's why there's comment section. I'm pretty sure there's voice message sections. If you go on Anchor, so you can literally spew it out of your mouth exactly how you feel. I'm more than willing to listen to it. But I thought it was lazy. I thought it was dumb. And I didn't like it. And we all knew it was going to be a triple threat, so they could have done something better than that. She had the energy to get up and get herself to the ring that fast. Then, you know, there's no reason she just gets pinned immediately and nothing. I didn't like it. That was sofa king stupid. If you look what the word sofa king and stupid are wrote right there. So I did not say what you think I said. I said sofa king stupid. I even put a space between them all. So take that. Uh, that was that stupid that I'm even going there. 2.0 had you know some better you know moments in there, I'd say, but there's so much you know idiocy. Uh, Tony D talking to his goons on the way to their in-ring debut. You know, Santos comes out smiling, whatever. Again, that's coming. I think it's you know, see how they play it off. They play it off, like I said, we'll find out next week. But I think that's how they're gonna do it with you know them doing all that again. Um, but the names, I mean, they just Channing, Stax, Lorenzo, and Troy, two dimes. Quotes around that. If you're not watching, you're listening. Donovan versed, you know, with Tony D'Angelo, defeated Malik Blade and Idris Anofe, who didn't see it coming, literally. That's all you can say about that. Like, if you didn't see them winning, sorry for you. But that was obvious. Uh, Sanga defeated Wesley, shocker. Um, Zion Quinn came down to attack, you know, West after the match, but Sanga got back in the ring. Now to make the save and stop the attack from happening. Now see where do they keep it with, you know, Wesley and Zion Quinn, or are they going to go to Sanga and Zion Quinn for a little bit and then get to Wesley? Uh, that one intrigues me as to what they're going to do because you never know with these people, but they could do something with that. I just don't know how they're going to play it off, but again, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. And hopefully when we figure it out, doesn't absolutely suck because they're really good at that. Um, Alba Fire defeated Electra Lopez again. Yeah, shocker. I will say that Electra Lopez looked more cut and like she was in better shape for my eyes. So, hey, putting in the work, but I know where I'm at. I need to put in, you know, work too. So, put it in. Yeah, good on her. But, you know, I wasn't expecting the most out of the match. We just knew they weren't going to have, you know, Alba Fire. Many times do I hate saying that, but. You know, we all know they weren't going to have her lose. Um, and the Cora Jade and Electra slapping her popcorn out of her hand was just dumb, but hopefully it leads to something good. 
we'll see. I think they have a match coming up. So we will find out how good it's going to be when they finally get in there. Um, Roxanne Perez defeated Lash in a quick one. Katana and Caden attacked Toxic Attraction members. You know, obviously it was Gigi and JC on the way to the ring with Mandy for Mandy's match. And then Mandy defeated Indy Hartwell when Toxic Attraction, you know, Katana and Caden Cameron spill into the ring from backstage, ringside. Distraction, boom, Mandy gets the win. They do it all the time. You know, stuff like that. So, you know, not a big shocker. Uh, Wendy Chu hitting Mandy in the head with her bag of balls. We just have them have their match and move on from it like it's that dumb it hurts. Like it actually physically is hurting my head. Like the point where I don't even want to watch anyone involved in it. I just want to fast forward and get it over with. So juvenile and dumb. Maybe it's just my opinion, but I think it's stupid. Like really stupid. But hopefully it's all over soon. That's all I can say about that. Uh, Tiffany Stratton suddenly in the women's breakout tournament. Defeats Fallon Henley after she just got put in it after, you know, the injury to uh, Nikita Lyons. Uh, and really all I have to say is her makeup. No, like she just looked actually terrible. She looked like a clown. And it was terrifying. And yeah, sorry. You can comment. And you try to argue with me. Well, you're not going to win that argument. I'm just going to argue till I'm blue in the face or dead. Because she was creepy looking and that sucked. Sorry really really wasn't good um another shocker van von wagner with mr stone defeated jiro shocker because we all thought it jiro was going to come out and beat him like no no we didn't uh but briggs jensen makes a save and he's about to, you know he's about to throw jiro from the ring to the announce table like he did to wesley so see what those two do going forward because again yeah his partner's hurt so i mean this does give jensen something to do in those weeks while he can't do tag matches so Briggs Jensen, I'm pretty sure I screwed that one up. But anyway, Jensen or Briggs, whichever one you are, it's good to be able to use a tag team partner when the other one's on, you know, hurt and everything. And you see they didn't really use the Usos for the longest time. Never one of them got hurt. It was just done or the revival or anyone else. Yeah, you know, very rarely do they find a way to use the other one. And normally he's just out. And you don't see either of them for a while, or they send him out there to get, you know, squashed and beaten. Which could happen here, but again, at least using him. Because look at my tag team, someone gets hurt and then both just done. And you know, Vince has a history of doing that, and especially with these guys, as young as they are, it's good to have you know either of them or any of them get hurt to have them still going out there and doing you know matches, even if they're singles matches, just to get more experience in the ring. Because you know, there's only one way to get really good at it, and obviously repetitions and all that is the way to do it. So I'm okay with them using them. We'll see what. They do with all of it. I'm sure they're not going to have, you know, Von Wagner lose now that he's got, you know, Mr. Stone there. And Sophia Cromwell is fun to look at, by the way, gorgeous. But to have her sitting there doing all that, you know, I'm sure they're not going to have him lose. They're building, you know, a bunch of stuff around him. But it'll be good to see, you know, someone actually getting used while their tag team partner is hurt because we all know how much that doesn't really normally happen. Granted, I'm not sure there's enough talent to actually have a choice in the matter anymore because they kept getting rid of so many people but whole other story not getting in to that one much as i'd like to you people would like to hear just hopefully they you know use them properly and everything's back coming soon uh again legato and tony d and his goons will go at it one more time Let's see if i called it hopefully i did we'll see 
I just love being right. Doesn't happen very often. So it'd be great to have it happen now. Chu's going to get Mandy and Caden and Katana get and JC and Jaden for the tag titles. See how that goes. Um, hopefully Eichner isn't this Giovanni Vinci, but Vinci, Vinci, whatever. I hope it's not his new gimmick because personally, I think he should still be with Imperium. And I thought it was dumb to break up Imperium because they were such a good team and they were a unit for that long. You know, Gunther, Walter, whatever the hell you want to call him, could be the guy to hold the title while they hold the tag titles behind him and they can make a really good thing. And they just, you know, I don't know what the feeling was or why they wouldn't put Eichner up there because I thought he was getting really, really good there. And he was doing way better in those last couple of matches they had than Ludwig Kaiser, as we call him now. And I didn't like his. Hopefully, it's not a stupid gimmick. So it's a dumb gimmick. I'm pretty sure he's going to be gone very shortly, regardless of everything, just because that's the way it seems to go. And then Breaker and Duke Hudson with Gacy and his goons at ringside went about as well as you can. All I have to say please don't have him drop it to Gacy and just be done with it after that and give someone else a shot. Hey, I've never been a fan of Gacy. At least I'm honest about it. Guy hurts my dome. I already get headaches enough all on their own. Migraines. Painful migraines. Please, for love of God, don't give it to Gacy. I'm not ready to hear that much stupid come out of someone's mouth. It already makes me not want to watch. Please don't make him champion because then I very well might not. Or I'll just fast forward through it. Thank God for the recording thing. I can fast forward through the stuff. And if I catch it before the commercials, I can even fast forward through them, which is a great, great thing. But hopefully they don't drop it to him. I don't think they will. I don't personally, I don't think that Breaker's ready or the Gacy's the guy to do it too. So hopefully they don't. But Dynamite's three-year anniversary show. We all knew Wardlow was going to defeat Sean Spears in the steel cage, even with MJF as a ref. We all knew it was going to happen. Because what would have been the point to drag all that out and then have that? Not, we all knew it was going to happen. We knew MJF probably wasn't going to take the cuff stuff, which he did. We knew the low blow was going to come. He went for a power bomb. No, refusing to count. Fast counts. Chair shots. Yeah, we all saw it coming, but they did it in a way, and the crowd was really into it. So I give them a lot of kudos for that. Because even though you knew it was going to happen all this time, it still was done in a way, and the crowd was eating it up, which, yeah. The live crowd's going that good, you know, liking it that much. It's probably a good sign. And I thought they did a good job with it. Again, I've openly said I thought they would do a better of some things than the machine. And they did a good job here. Yeah. MJF spitting in his face and then breaking the cuffs on his own. Sean Spears getting, yeah. MJF taking that chair shot and he took the bump. Great. You know, I just laid there and took it. You know, that was. That was good. I love the UF'd up chance from the crowd. And he finally got it. And we all knew he was going to, but they did it in a way that got the crowd excited and they were in it and they've been in it. I thought they'd be doing a good job building this whole entire thing. And I'm just glad they didn't you know, screw it up. Sorry. I have no faith in them to not screw it up. You never noticed. They kind of screw things up really, really well. They're really good screwing everything up. So kudos to them for not screwing everything up. Now, there was some stuff that I didn't like, Punk and Hangman's face over Shivani. I personally just didn't like the way I had Hangman coming off, but it is what it is. I saw a lot of people liked it. It's just, you know, I wasn't a fan of it. Uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston defeated Private Party with Regal on commentary, Jericho on commentary, the entire J- you know, Jericho Appreciation Society up there with them. Shocker, Mox and Kingston won. Shocker, the JAS attacked afterwards. 
have the numbers games. And even more shocking that Brian Danison, Santana, and Ortiz come out to even it up. Who didn't see that coming? I mean, they had to do it, but, you know, they do it a lot there too, which seems to be why I don't like it as much there because they have so many groups that, you know, someone outnumbers someone, then here comes, like, they do it a lot. And, well, private party, just not my favorite, you know, thing they have there. But that was good. Uh, Rapongi Vice. Ergo, Trent Bread and Rocky Romero and FTR match gets thrown out and Unite Empire attacks. And I might say that Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn, there's some big dudes, big, big dudes. Those guys are giant, huge, huge. I tells you, huge. They were gigantic. See where they go with you know that and bringing people in. You know, it's good to see new talent as long as you know. They use them properly, and old talent just doesn't get completely abandoned just so they can make room for people that they're bringing in because they seem to do that a lot, and it's really dumb to me. Uh, Sword of Strickland defeated Jungle Boy and Ricky Starks. I will, I, I big takeaway was Swerve, you know, landing that reverse run on his feet, which I don't remember ever seeing. I'm sure it's happened, and I can't just simply can't remember it. Can I say, hit in the head one too many times, lots of severe concussions. The truck really did me in. So it probably happened. I never just don't remember it, but it was the last one I re first one I remember seeing. And then again, shocking that Hobbs attacked after, and then Luchasaurus comes down and Keith Lee comes out. I know shocker that all that happened because yeah, who didn't see it coming? Cause they do it every time. Like it just has to happen that way, which really part the you know, one of the big things that kills me over there, but yeah, Brit defeated Tony is a decent match, but you know, I thought it should have been Tony more than Britt because Britt was, but we all had that feeling inside that Britt was going to be the one. Guess what? She was the one. No matter what we feel about it, I just thought it would have been cooler to see Tony or just someone that wasn't in the top of you know, the picture, you know, get a shot to be at something like that. Never going back to Britt and, you know, Cole's girlfriend. And then Samoa Joe defeated Kyle O'Reilly to go on to the end. And it was a good match. Joe choked him out. Led us to the finals at, you know, coming up double or nothing and all that. Well, sorry, to the match on Friday. Decide all of it. But, again, good matches. We just knew that no matter what, Joe wasn't going to win because, again, Joe's not him and Jay Lethal, but they're still doing their thing. So. You know, he got him to there, got him to the end, and we all know the outcome like before we went in there, but they still you know, put on decent matches to get us there and kept telling intermingling stories between it all, you know, which is a good thing. You know, there was just so much stupid involved, but talk about stupid. Can't talk about stupid without going to Friday Night SmackDown. I thought it was great again that Roman, I forbid he could even show up for that now. I mean, I get less, you know, Live events, but it's amazing that another one of those guys are talking about, you know, being his whole life and yeah, trash talking Brock and part-timers and stuff is now officially become a part-timer. Found that to be kind of ironic. You know, Cena did it now that, yeah, it always happens. But started out with the Usos in the ring and all the, you know, gold and all the ADSC. Really the big one is I want to see what's going to happen between Shinsuke Nakamura and Riddle. I know they had their match, you know, last night. I haven't watched it yet. Going to watch it when I'm done recording all of this stuff and I go out there yeah, so I can get that done while everything's uploading before she gets home to do schoolwork. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do. And, you know, again, hopefully 
you know, they get something out because Shinsuke, I thought he's been violently underutilized for a long time. And, again, you know, the whole Boogs thing, who knows how that was going to end. And again, Randy and Riddle, you know, we'll see how everything goes. And hell, there could have been something I missed last night on Raw already. At least I admit it. I just want to see them both get utilized, especially Shin, because I think, you know, it's damn near been criminal how they've been using him since he got there. And I just hope it's almost, you know, this one leads to something good. And that's just so comical and stupid. Uh, see where they go with Shotzi after she did that rallying the troops thing. And Aaliyah locked her in the locker room so she couldn't get out. You know, again, if it leads to those two going out, hopefully that just means they at least use them and give them something with some kind of meaning, not having her, you know, Aaliyah beating Natty in record time, making the t-shirts, and then we just don't see her for a while. Or is Aaliyah coming out and then suddenly gone? For weeks you know i just hopefully they do something right uh ronda and raquel gets turned into a tag match after natty and shana attack after shotzi's speech raquel and ronda win the match after raquel hits the newly named tahana bomb for the win and after they were doing the whole chicana bomb and editing it and all that and changing the name and everyone was saying well maybe you know usa and fox aren't the same thing yeah but if it was okay on usa no way in hell it's not okay on Fox. Just, you know, shows that they have across their networks. Like, that's just, I don't get it. A lot edgier and gross, you know, darker things, you know, on Fox normally. Uh, but their shows, are, I just, I don't know. I just can't leave anything alone. Los Lotharios defeated Gender and Shanky and just dumb. See how long they break up the split between Gender and Shanky and how they do it. KO show with a member of the bloodline who was Sammy. Just dumb. Him being an honorary memory of the blood member of the bloodline, according to the Usos. Dumb. I'm sure it's not gonna last. That's really, you know, that was just dumb. There you go. I'll just leave it at dumb. Dumb. That was stupid. Uh Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser defeat Ricochet and Gulak. Again, didn't see the point. It was just so fast. There was nothing. I don't get it. And then Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Drew McIntyre defeated Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch. And again, it wasn't the worst like thing in the world. It's just it feels like we've seen that a million times. And they just keep rinse <coughs> and repeat everything. And that's my problem with it. All right, I have to do the same thing repeatedly all the time. Same matches, same people. You know, they got to do better. Just felt, again, like more lazy writing, which I have a problem with. You know, right better. How much money they got out of networks and stuff for their contracts. The networks and everyone else involved deserve much better. And Rampage started out much better. And Brian Danison defeating Matt Seidel with Regal on commentary again. To have Brian catch him in a single crab when, you know, Seidel, or Evan Bourne, whatever you still want to call him to this day, landed a meteora and turning it into a, you know, again, a single leg Boston crab on landing. Like, that was amazing. And for him to win by submission that way, just it's one of those things you don't see very often. They put on a good match. We all know why, you know, all his problems that he had. There you go. Now he's Matt Seidel. Since then, you know, just the problems he had and why he had to leave the machine. You know, he's putting on great matches, and so is Brian. So I can't complain about that. There was some dumb stuff after it, but, you know, at least it started out good, and they really seem to know how to start out good on Rampage for some reason. They have a hard time finishing that good most of the time. Most of the time, they really, I mean, they have a good match to start out. So good on them. Can't complain about that. Uh, the Young Bucks defeated Taylor Rust and Nick Cruz. Again, if you haven't seen Tyler Rust since he got 
canned from NXT. So there is no Taylor Rust. Can't believe no one's freaking out about how close that is. But Young Bucks come out dressed as the Hardy Boys with Gangrel, their music, all of it, and win with a swanton bomb. Not just to get in their head, them attacking Gangrel after so the Hardys can come make the save. Yeah, that's okay. I, you know, Gangrel's DDT still looked good on his right leg while he was walking, just looked weird while he was walking, or maybe it's just me. I don't know. It was weird looking. Go back and watch it and then tell me that leg looked weird. But all the people on the internet, if you're listening to this, you probably aren't, but freaking out because people are making you a new brood, brood 2.0 references. Like it's okay because that's what they were. Like you could just breathe in, breathe out, and stop absolutely losing your minds over it. It's okay. It's what they were when they way back when. Just be happy we got to see Gangrel. And he finally got to make that spot after he couldn't last year because of Edge doing the brood thing. Yeah, whatever the hell it was last year to get this or whatever. Just be happy that you got to see him. Instead of freaking out about everything because that's all anyone knows how to do on the internet absolutely lose their mind can you please stop that it's kind of embarrassing and unnecessary and childish it's dumb stuff uh that's what they were and people could still call it that so breathe darby challenged kyle o'reilly dante martin defeated max caster with the gun club and billy gun rolling anthony bowens to the ring with his boom box in a wheelchair Thank God it was, I mean, it was dumb, but thankfully it was quick and Dante got the win. Thank God. He deserves better with all of his talent and that just them all take the whole thing together just hurts my head with Max Caster, Gun Club, Billy, the, Anthony Bowens, yeah, the acclaimed and like, it's just so dumb. To me, um, I almost kind of liked the new look for the TNT title. Almost. Yeah, the whole Lakers thing, not really, you know, Biggest fan there, but it looked better than the other one, in my opinion. I mean, just because we saw it get handed around all over God's creation to everybody since, you know, we lost the long reign and the undefeated reign of, you know, streak of Miro. I'm seeing pretty much in forever, but he held on to it good. And then it's been just here, there, and everywhere between, you know, who hasn't had it? Sammy had it, Cody had it, Sammy had it, Scorpio has it. Sammy had it again, Scorpio. Like, it's just so back and forth. It got so dumb. But I kind of liked it. But, you know, seeing Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti go to America Top Team, steal the belts after they break in, smash the cases, challenge them a match double or nothing with Paige Van Zandt. If they, America Top Team wins, then Frankie and Sammy get no more DNT title shots. Thank God for Sammy. I kind of don't like it for Frankie because I thought they put on a good match. Stupid didn't happen. And what else are they going to use him with? But the Sammy idea, I completely get that because you got to have him do something else. How many times can he have it in a seven-minute span? Like they burnt that thing down all on their own and just fanned the flames. But really dumb having him lose and then get it back as many times as he did. Makes the belt kind of jokey to me. Just the way they've done it. But moving on. Ruby Soho defeats Chris Statlander to go into the Owen final. I'll say that Statlander's clothesline looked really good, but you know, Ruby winning, fans weren't happy about it. You know, it would have been good to see Stat have her moment. Obviously, you know, got to make, you know, ever can't make everyone happy, but there's certain people that, you know, have been complaining they have to make happy. And at least they put on a decent match. And I'll say Britt's shirt, you know, the Jack Sparrow shirt, good on her. It was nice to see. Thank you for that. 
Then sadly gets us two double or nothing. The buy-in Dan Housen and hook defeated Tony Nace and smart Mark Sterling. We all knew it was going to happen. Please enlighten me where you're shocked. And then we got to the main card where Wardlow defeated MJF. And there's a lot of stuff people talking like with all the stuff that was going on and the rumors for those days when he didn't show up to the meet and greet. And they said, they're sending him home. Like all of it. Like we all knew he's going to lose, but 10 power bombs from Wardlow and before the pin and the EMT thing was just comical. Cause I've seen bits and pieces of the video that everyone, you know, sharing out and all that, but 10 power bombs and all that just to squash him like that. I mean, at least it gets him off of TV. If any of those things were actually happening, that makes sense. But how much of that was because of that being like, Oh really? What? See you later. Bye. I don't think, I mean, he wouldn't fire him. He'd be an idiot to fire him. If make it so he doesn't exist anymore. Kill his whole entire yeah, thing. Again, what the hell? Everyone's saying, hey, should you should go to WWE. Like, how would they use him? MJF would be watered down WWE. It would not work. His wrestling skills aren't up there to make it work. But the way he talks would get so watered down that he wouldn't be MJF anymore. So it's just all so stupid. But how much of that was, like, all the rumors that we heard, how much of the rumor stuff was real? Like, there's so much going on with it. But we all knew Wardlow was going to win. He got it. He just got it after 10 power bombs. The Hardy Boys defeated the Young Bucks. Another shocker, Jade Cargill, successfully defended the TBS title against Anna Jay. Did get to see the artist formerly known as Ember Moon show up. That'd be Athena. She showed up there. You know, <coughs> they had the face-off. There always has to be a face-off with Jade and you know, Jade Red Velvet and Kira Hogan. I'm pretty positive it was. With, you know, Athena, Chris Statlander, and Anna Jay doing a face-off. So we'll see where it goes. But yeah, hopefully they use Athena better than the machine ever did and Vince ever did when she got to the main roster. Yeah, she got hurt and all that. You know, it never was the same. They didn't use her properly. They Women's tag champions in NXT, then suddenly they just send her partner up to the main roster with a new tag partner and keep her – like, it was just so much dumb. Hopefully they use her good, and it was good to see Bivin show up too because them cutting him, like, he was the voice for so long of the Diamond Mine. They just keep getting rid of people in there left and right. Even though it was a good thing they had going. I think it's dumb, but at least we all knew where he was going to go. It's just good to see him there. Uh, the House of Black defeated Death Triangle. Ergo, Penta Oscuro, Ray Phoenix, and Pac. And the big thing from that was the lights going out and them coming back on. And there's Julia Hart to spray Black Mist into Pac's eyes. And, you know, Pac picks up, you know, gets pinned after Malachi, you know, hits him with a kick. And really, it was just after how bad that segment was with Julia, you know, trying to get her to turn and all that. Um, a few weeks ago, I mean, that was terrible. To finally see her, then pull the plug and her do it like it was good. It was about time. Thank you. Because, again, that segment a few weeks ago was terrible. Terrible. So, thank you for finally pulling the trigger on that. Adam Cole defeated, you know, Samoa Joe to win the men's Owen Cup, the inaugural one, uh, with Mike Kyoto as referee, which is just something. But... We all saw Adam Cole winning it once it was maybe knew that, you know, Joe wasn't going to be the guy. And then, you know, again, the two people in pink won because Britt went on right after that to beat Ruby Soho with Jamie Hader and Rebel there. I mean, shocker, the two people in pink and the two people that are dating get to win, you know, the inaugurals, even though they could have put other people over that it could have actually helped. That's just me. Um, Shocker again, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Page Van Zant with Dan Lambert defeat Frankie Kazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti. So now we don't get to see Sammy Guevara getting any more TNT title shots. Um, 
think it's a shame for Frankie Kazarian because he just got there. What else are they going to use him for now? You know, because I thought his match with Scorpio Sky he put on a really good one. Now he's out of the title picture. Granted, that puts new people in there, but he only really got one. So I get the Sammy thing because he's been just, that's all he's done besides make out with Ty. So, you know, I get half of it. I don't like the other. And I wish Paige's ring gear didn't, you know, it's more flattering, but still, at least Sammy Guevara can't have any more TNT title shots. At least while Scorpio's champion, because he's just had so many. It's it really is dumb. And a lot of them were just so dumb. I don't I just don't get it. Uh Kyle O'Reilly defeated Darby Allen. Thunder Rosa successfully defended against Serena Deeb. Like I said, she didn't really need it. Another one there. The Jericho Appreciation Society defeated Santana Ortiz, Eddie Kingston, Brian Danielson, and John Moxley in their anarchy, anarchy in the arena match. And they didn't need to win, but now here we are and having Brian be the one to go unconscious for them, you know, don't get it because there's other people that they could have done it to. Maybe it's because it was Brian, so he's that good and protected, so we don't have to worry about it. I I don't know. It just seemed weird. Jurassic Express successfully defended against Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, and the team of Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee, and CM Punk defeated Hangman. Adam Page to become AEW heavyweight, young world heavyweight champion. Ah, it's again. There's something me and Justin didn't know. You know, we couldn't pick him, you know, before because do they have him build it? Does he need it? I mean, there was a lot of talk, but I didn't know. I mean, whatever. We get to see Punk as champion. And I loved how he was, yeah. All right, taking shots at Roman. So good on him. But we guessed a bunch of it right. Some stuff we got wrong. Now, apparently, from what I hear, Britt couldn't even properly do a sharpshooter, from what I hear, which is just terrifying because I could do those in like 11, 12 years old in my basement. Uh, whatever. Uh, but why was it so long? Never mind, you know, Punk getting the title and everything. Like, that pay-per-view was, like, years long, it felt. You know, and good on them, for, but that's just... When you have something like Punk and Hangman, the crowd seemed... Because I heard, you know, I've seen video, you know, segments of it. You know, it didn't seem the loudest, but again, it was a recording from someone, so, you know, you can't tell, but, you know, everyone, like, a lot of people, the most, I see, said that the crowd just didn't seem into it. Again, that was because it was so many hours long. Everyone just, duh. By the time it was over. So, you know, I don't get why it was so long, but it was, and at least it ended with Punk holding the title. Again, I didn't like Hangman the way they had him go at Punk um, on Dynamite. So there's that. I didn't know who else they could throw at him either. So we all know it's not over between those two. It's just, you know, where do they go with it? Now with Hangman after this, if he doesn't, you know, get it back, who do they go on with Punk? I mean, there's a lot of those things, but to have the pay-per-view be that long really kind of sucked the wind out of a lot of it. And really all else is just why is there so much predictable nonsense coming out of the machine all the time? Like it's not that hard to be that predictable and come up with that much just lazy writing and finishes. Like that's that's all that is too. That's just lazy writing and finishes. No other way to describe it. They could do better. We deserve better. They'll never do better. The end. But that, I'm going to jump off. It's been 40 minutes. Again, I'm going to start doing these again more frequently so it's not, you know, 40 minutes of me running my suck all the time to you people because I don't think anyone deserves that. But thank you for, you know, listening and watching no matter what you are. Don't forget, follow along. on Please find, you know, this on the, you know, on Twitter on the page there. Yeah. Wrestling ski i believe is it but you know again find me you can find my personal one and find it off of that but please follow along on there 
follow along, you know, to get me followers on there, more people to, you know, share things out. Find me on Facebook and the Facebook page. I post stuff there all the time. The episodes go there. The videos are on YouTube and Rumble. I post those to the Facebook page as well when I'm on there with someone like Justin or Dan, because I figure you guys don't want to see my face all that much when you can just listen to it. Because if you want to listen to it, you can go on YouTube or Rumble and find them. And everyone on Good Pods, thank you. Get, you know, get the word out to more people. Yeah, I like the number that we're at. And yeah, indie you know, wrestling podcasts and just wrestling podcasts, you know, in general on there, but I'd love that number to be a lot higher. And I think we can get there. We have, so please, you know, keep sharing that out to people too and getting the word out to anyone, you know, and appreciating all of it and follow me on there, you know, and share that out to people, you know, the link to the shows, you know, see if you can get more people on there again, get more people on good pods because there's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, but I appreciate y'all. I'll be back again this week. Don't know when shooting for Thursday, you know, Maybe I can get a day with Justin and two, just so I can give you guys, you know, more shows, not just about everything happening. So I think it'd be a good way to break up the amount of stupid that I have to talk about. There's, there's a lot of stupid, but I'm going to jump off. Enjoy the rest of your week. Again, I should be back on Thursday. Again, Memorial Day through everything back. So there's a bunch of stuff in a couple of days, but I'm sure you guys appreciate it. Let me know what you think. Follow on everything, especially Twitter. You know, get that one going now because I just finally gave it its own page. And until next time, my friends, be good to each other. Try to enjoy the wrestling as good as you can, no matter how dumb it gets, and peace.